Good morning for Friday, July 29, 2016. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page. Clinton warns of moment of reckoning. We hear the latest from Philadelphia. After lying low, wealthy donors return to the fore. And women see a female president lifting them all. In today's national headlines, Democrats woo Republicans wary of Trump. Biden and Lynch mourn three officers in Baton Rouge. And prosecutors say Baltimore police mishandled the Gray case. In today's financial headlines, Hedge Fund rebuts article about its culture. Oracle to buy NetSuite to bolster its cloud offerings. And a roundup from the action yesterday on Wall Street. More business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and the opinions of New York Times columnist Paul Krugman. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story, Clinton warns of moment of reckoning. Patrick Healy and Amy Chozik report from the Democratic National Convention in Philadelphia. Hillary Diane Rodham Clinton, who sacrificed personal ambition for her husband's political career and then rose to be a Democratic senator and secretary of state, was set to become the first woman to accept a major party's presidential nomination on Thursday night, a prize that generations of American women have dreamed about for one of their own. Declaring that the nation was at a moment of reckoning, Clinton, 68, was to urge voters to unite against the divisive policy ideas and combative politics of the GOP nominee Donald Trump. Powerful forces are threatening to pull us apart. Bonds of trust and respect are fraying, Clinton said. And just as with our founders, there are no guarantees. It's truly up to us. We have to decide whether we're going to work together so we can all rise together. Clinton radiated confidence as she smoothly acknowledged her limitations and trust issues as a public figure and forcefully challenged Trump over his claims he alone could fix America's problems. She tried to explain who she was and what drove her, from her Methodist faith to her passion for government policy. I sweat the details of policy, she said, because it's not just a detail if it's your kid, if it's your family, it's a big deal. It was one of several contrasts she drew with Trump, who has barely explained how he would carry out his goals, and she received help from several Republicans and military veterans who took the stage to warn that Trump would take the United States to a dark place of discord and fear, as retired General John Allen put it. The most powerful guest speaker of the evening was Kizir Khan whose son joined the army after the September 11, 2001 terrorist attacks and was killed during service in Iraq. Khan, rebuking Trump for frequently demonizing Muslims as threats to the United States, held up a copy of the Constitution. Mr. Trump, have you read the Constitution? He said, you have sacrificed nothing. Clinton's speech often electrified the assembled Democrats with its lines about Trump, but she also created excitement with soaring language about the historic moment the nation had reached. When any barrier falls in America for anyone, it clears the way for everyone, Clinton said. When there are no ceilings, the sky's the limit.